Hey, this is Travis Oscar Mike Radio. How are you doing tonight? Number 195 on June 18th, 2020. Hope you and yours are doing well. So glad you could join me tonight. Trying out new stuff. Getting back in the swing of things from COVID-19. Sporting the new Oscar Mike Radio t-shirt. Very nice. Can't complain. Uh, we'll get into all that. Also, just want to say a big, big shout out to my sponsors, Joyce Asac of Asac Real Estate, uh, serving on the South Shore. And, you know, her support has been key. There she is, Joyce Asac of Asac Real Estate. Mark Holmes of Reaper Detailing and Power Washing. And Sean Schubert. Martial arts teacher extraordinaire with the logo designs updates by the godfather of Vet Unite. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Kind of down to, the, to 200, learning new stuff, trying new stuff, trying to make this all work, and just having a good time doing it. Thank you very much for coming here. Being on. So, in my travels and conversations with people, you know, outside the podcast and in the realm of veterans advocacy, I get asked a lot of questions all the time. And one of the questions I got asked recently, what was this? And so let me give you some context. I was talking to a person who uh, worked for a fairly sizable company in this area and civilian, never served in the military, uh, never you know, wouldn't know uh, a lance corporal from a, a general, didn't know any of that, but knew in their heart that their company supporting the hiring of veterans was a good thing, was something that should be, you know, actively managed and encouraged and, you know, tracked to a, a successful outcome for not only the veteran, but also, also for the company. So they developed programs, they, you know, took their civilian staff and, and employees who may not understand military things and took them to events uh, for uh, Veterans Advocacy Outreach and to the VA to try to learn how to do this better. Because they understood that they didn't quite know what was going on. They didn't quite understand everything going on with how veterans work, what makes them tick. And they wanted to make sure that their company was inviting to veterans. It's good stuff. It's really, really good stuff. And, and, and there's a lot of advantages for companies hiring veterans. Uh, you know, you can report it to, you know, government entities that are tracking, you know, who you hire as part of your diversity and inclusion program or, you know, employee outreach program. It, it, there's just a lot of positives to doing it, right? So they, they, they did all this work. And the person sat me down and said, you know, oh my God, you, you know, I, I, we did all this. And we're finding out that a lot of times, you, you know, we have a job. And we understand, we understand that the veteran does not... Um, know how to do the job right out of the service. You know, she's like, look, if, 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 a, if a person was, you know, in a tank or, you know, fired a gun, they're not going to understand, you know, 
warehousing or process and procedure or any of that stuff. But, you know, we're, we're there to try. We're, we're there to definitely try, right? And she's like, we do all this and, and we, we, we get a, a candidate who is wants to join, wants to get in there and they don't show up. She's like, they don't show up. You know, we get the resume, we talk to the veteran service officer, we talk to the person from the VA, we talk to their minister, we talk to their, you know, family member who's trying to get them, you know, some employment after the service. We're trying to do all that. We're, 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 you know, all hands on deck. Sit down and do the interview. You know, know, the the three people were there and and we, we looked at their resume, their DD-214, and we looked at, you know, what they did and, and so on and so forth. We understand what the rank means. On, 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 Travis. And they don't show up. They don't show up. It's like, what, what does that mean? And I'm like, well, it must be very frustrating. She's like, yes. Yes, he's like, yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's very frustrating. Extremely frustrating. And I'm like, well, what I told her at the time was sometimes there's a lot of anxiety coming to a situation like that where where you as the veteran who, who's been serving you know, in, in a high responsibility, high speed, low drag job, you know, coming from that kind of, you know, theater of operations to a, a you know, setup like this is can be very intimidating. But I also, you know, looked on the civilian side to see if this was a common thing. And, you know, I, I found this article, I'm going to put it up here in a second. And, you know, there's four and then, you know, I'm going to add in a bonus fifth reason why people and by extension veterans may leave, um, may not show up for interviews. So let me do this. So this article here, and I'll have a link to it in the blog post. I don't know if you can read this. I'm wow. Okay. I got to work on that. But anyway, um, the article goes in and this article is from recruit shop, Australian article by Saxon Martin Huggins. And, you know, this person identified, you know, four main areas why people don't show up. So the point is, this is not just a a military issue. This is also an issue in the wider civilian populace. I think the difference is, is people who are hiring managers and advocates at the, you know, management and, and, and corporate level put a lot more effort into you know, onboarding veterans than they would somebody, you know, who, who has been in the professional or, you know, any kind of work situation for a while. Okay. So, you know, Saxon went over, you know, four areas that, you know, he felt were, were reasons for concern. And, and this was across the board. So I, I looked at a lot of articles and they all came down to these four basic reasons. First one was anxiety. Anxiety. Uh, look, interviews uh, can be very stressful. I can tell you uh, from doing podcasting when I first got started doing this that for me as the interviewer, uh, it was stressful trying to make sure everything was working right and that I wasn't tripping over myself and making a fool out of myself doing this. But I could also tell at certain times certain guests were extremely nervous just, just doing a podcast interview, talking about something that 
they were very, you know, authoritative about. They weren't used to doing it. So ratchet that up to times 100 when you don't have a job and you're trying to get a job and you're, you know, trying to learn civilian speak and, and not come off like you're, you know, an E4, E5, E3, you know, captain coming out of a very structured, you know, life to, to this, this, this area. And that stress and tension and anxiety and worry about, you know, performing at the best of your ability, some people just say, you know what, forget it. I'm out. This isn't working for me. I don't feel like today. I'm just not going to do this. And come to find out it's not just, it's not just military people, it's civilians as well. But we can learn a lot from, from the civilian side as well as the military side as to why this happens. So, I mean, it, and it's a problem. It's a problem. And, you know, you go into the fact that you, you can't, as the hiring manager, do anything about that. But, again, the stressor was for this person was a lot of time and effort had went into getting this interview for the veterans because this didn't just happen once it happened multiple times multiple times okay reason number two um unprepared so they got feedback from one of the veterans and the veteran told them that he felt like he wasn't prepared even though he had read all the uh, articles and, uh, and and looked up all the resources, he just didn't feel prepared. And then, you know, from the civilian side, a lot of times people just don't prepare. So you, you don't want to go in front of an of a interviewer, you know, clearly not knowing what the company is about. So you just check out. You just check out. And the only thing I can say there as an interviewer, an interviewee is um, this can be fixed. Preparation can be fixed, and preparation is the bedrock for success. So, you know, there's no reason why this can't be, you know, set right, right? Um, but it's a real problem. You know, some of these, uh, you know, hiring managers and, and, and HR people call up um, the candidate and say, well, why didn't you show up? And, and the responses were, I wasn't prepared, I didn't know what I was talking about didn't feel comfortable with the, uh, with the subject matter and, you know, preparation, prior proper preparation. This is also a reason that was actually very valid for the civilian military side was, uh, you're currently employed. So, you know, if, if you are transitioning out of the military, this might not apply to you. But for some people, uh, especially in, in the job market a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, if you got the military and had a pulse and could pass a background check and pass a drug test, they'd hire you to do almost anything. It was, it was pretty easy to um, make that happen. So um, that's what happened. I'm, I'm working, you know, I, yeah, I got this lead, but I'm not going to fool around with leaving and, you know, taking time off work to go to another job that I'm not really sure about, you know, one bird in the hands worth two in the bush. So I'm not going to go. So, you know, this was especially true, you know, with other things, you know, you know, you're, you're, you've got other situations going on and you simply get tied up and 
you know, with a meeting or a fire drill and you're working and you're working late, you just don't have the energy to go and check out another opportunity. And again, this affects uh, civilians as well as military. And then the last one here is what is called in his article as um, lazy and negative qualities. Lazy and negative qualities. So the, the person simply just will not um, take the time to follow through on anything. They won't put on the shirt and tie. They won't put on the nice, you know, slacks. Doll themselves up, you know, make themselves look sharp. You, you can, you know, have a, a chauffeur show up at their house to uh, do the car and they're not going to get in the car. They're, they're just not going to do it. They just don't have the drive to do it. They've got other things going on and, you know, these qualities are identified as, you know, red flags as to why you wouldn't want them part of your organization. And I'm not saying that military people are lazy. Some of us are. But they're, you know, just like, you know, not all teachers are bad. You know, not all cops are bad. Uh, not all snakes are bad, although my mom would disagree with that. Um, you know, we do we do have some lazy ones. It's just just the, just the truth. And there are some lazy civilians. So this is this is seen as, you know, the fourth spoke of the wheel as to why people don't show up for interviews. And then, um, you know, one of the things I'm going to, you know, just say from from what I've seen in, in, in the job market for things I've had to deal with is it's red hot. I mean, at least it was until, you know, COVID-19. So let me qualify that. But I mean, in, in the field that, that, that I'm in, if, if you had experience and you could do the job and you could, you know, get, get a, a security clearance and, and were personable, which was the main thing that, that people look for, you had a pretty good chance of, you know, getting a second and third callback. But again, the most important thing is, you know, if you're not used to doing interviews and you're not used to all this stuff is to show up, show up, show up. It's not that hard. Maybe you might fumble over some of your words. Maybe you don't know what you're talking about. Maybe you, you drop, you know, a, a, an inappropriate, that's good, but you might say an inappropriate word or use an off color analogy for something. Just nervous. You only get better by practice. You only get better by practice, and, and 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 practice makes perfect in this this case. So I mean, and I would just tell my fellow brothers and sisters out there who are nervous about going on job interviews, you gotta understand that, you know, to to get you that interview, you know, somebody you know did some effort, put some work in, and people have long memories, and if you don't show up, it's it's not going to be. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but you might run into that person, you know, three, four years down the road, and they're going to remember, hey, you know, John Smith, you know, didn't show up for that interview, maybe look bad. You know, I got I got caught holding the bag, and they didn't care. So again, I, I would just encourage people to, you know, show up. I, I know it sounds simple, and I know it's hard. Look, I, I understand it's hard trying to look for a job. I understand it's going to get really hard with everything going on in our economy 
and you know what's going on there but you know if you have a job interview show up if you are uncertain about how to interview properly or what to wear what to say there are hundreds of resources out there that are available to veterans to to get you know kind of spiffed up and you know inspection ready right you know and, and there's tons of facebook groups that will help you and, and people who are just like you just like me trying to get a job and, and get some help and do it and it's much easier with social media now to get that kind of help. You know, back in the day when there wasn't anything, it was, uh, you know, uh, a couple books and, and some old crusty dude telling you, you know, wear a tie and, you know, say yes, sir, and no, ma'am, and, you know, don't say any curse words. That's, that's pretty much until I got to a situation where I, I was actually taught how to interview. That's all the advice I got. Now you can get onto social media or, or other places and really, really, uh, um, get some advice right there or get on a, on a zoom call and, and go over an interview with somebody or a friend before you actually do it. So you're not alone. You're not alone. And, and the old adage is true. 80% of life is just showing up. I'm telling you, that's the truth. I'm, I'm telling you, that's the truth right now. Show up, show up, show up. It's all you got to do. And, um, you know, I, I feel strongly about that because I, I want to see my uh, brothers and sisters succeed and we're going to need all the help we can as the economy tries to rebuild out of this mess that COVID-19 has done for us. So that's my spiel on the proverbial soapbox. Um, and, and if you have any questions about that or, you know, want to reach out to me for some resources, by all means do it. Uh, my email is travis at oscarmikeradio.com. So now as we end this, if you haven't noticed that I'm wearing a green OD shirt tonight uh, with the Oscar Mike uh, updated logo from Mike Damon of Vet Unite, yes, I've got merch now. And, and really, really cool story behind the merch. Uh, I'm going to go into it later, but uh, this... This lovely lady here, uh, you know, modeled my shirts, and, and you know, I, I never even met her before, you know, never in person. But uh, we, we talked a whole lot. She believes in what you know I'm trying to do, and uh, she got a, a photographer, um, a friend of hers, who does photography, and her husband's in the army, to uh, take this this awesome picture. So, for the longest time, people have been asking me about merch and and stuff and it's going to happen and it's going to get going so all you have to do is go to oscarmikeradio.com and in the upper right hand corner of my website click shop and you can get into the shirts they come in black and they come in this it's called heather it's not gray it's heather not gray heather anyway um i'm the only one with an od green shirt People are jealous. Well, you know, I'm the host. I get to wear what I want. But uh, still, I'll, I'll wear the gray and the black one. You'll see they're just as awesome. And the cool thing is, and this is for real, I'm keeping none of the proceeds. I'm keeping none of uh, proceeds or profits. I forget there's a difference there. But um, anything that I would make on the shirts is being donated to Vet Unite, uh, run by Mike Damon, a.k.a. The Godfather, and Wild Hearts Equestrian Program local equestrian therapy program for veterans. Really, really uh, amazing outreach for uh, veterans with PTSD and PTS. So you can't go wrong. You're supporting American jobs from Authentically American. That's who makes the shirt. 
You'll see it in the uh, link. So these are 100% uh, you know source designed, you know logistically you know put together, shipped, printed, and delivered right here in the USA. So you can't go wrong. So again, go to oscarmikeradio.com, click shop in the upper right-hand corner of my site. Check out the black in the Heather shirt, the one you see there in the image below, and um, check that out. And there's going to be more stuff coming on the way. You won't want to miss it. So again, we're counting down to 200. This is Travis. My name is, um, or rather, <laughs> totally messed that one up. I'm going to leave that in there. My name is Travis. This is Oscar Mike Radio, number 195, counting down to 200. You'll want to stay around for some of those uh, really, really good stuff. Thank you very much. This, uh, as we say in Hawk, the missiles in flight, or maybe the missions in flight. Yeah, the missions in flight. That sounds good. We're in flight. <laughs>